these are too big to be consecutively happening because Shepard decided to visit a planet and he's fucking he or she is just solving racism across the universe. Shepard, there's a lot of different it's the it's the people he met from those planets. It's what they were all able to accomplish together. It's not Shepard the one man army doing all this. Shepard's Shepherd able to connect with who who Shepard is able to help if he didn't show up. What, what, what are you doing right now? If he didn't if he didn't show up right now. I'm proving over me when we are not supposed to be doing that on this podcast. What are you telling me? I I I think we were talking about we we should just try to get more comfortable doing that. It does help for flow of conversation, especially on episode six of the BNY Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. Fucking did it again. He fucking did it again. (laughs) We have made it to another week. I'm your host, Own Shannon. Joining me is the DM. Peter Gorski, how are you? Lovely. I don't know uh, how much of that all of you heard, but I do not hate Thane. I love Thane. I just think there are better characters than Thane. Miranda and Jacob right, are still bad. I'm definitely going to cut it off at like Mass Effect spoilers, so I think I know where I want it to start. And on the other side of the country is Peter's brother, Mark Gorski. How are you? Um, I'm only kind of okay. I don't like to be referred to as Peter's brother. I, I feel like I was going to say it. <laughs> I was going to say it. If you didn't, you've been fucking delegated to Peter's brother. The fans have spoken. They like me more than you. Tables have turned, Peter. It's been the opposite for most of our lives, but here we are. This is where the cards have fallen. Well, we should begin. Peter's friend, the host. Where do you want to go from here? We should begin today's episode <laughs> with what we usually do with a what you've been playing segment. So, Peter's brother, what's going on? I've got a couple things to unpack here. Keep two of them brief, and I'll keep one. Uh, I'll unpack one more because it's definitely the most interesting thing I've been playing first. I finished Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Uh, I had played through the whole remake last year when it came out, but there's also a little epilogue in it called Future Connected, which is new content, a new kind of section with its own little story. I never played that last year. I finally went back to it this year, and I played it, finished it. I really like Xenoblade Chronicles a lot. It used to be one of my favorite games of all time, and now I don't think I feel that way towards it, but it was nice going back to visit uh, the world of Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Glad to see it. Also, I played the Resident Evil uh, 8 uh demo that came out I, I didn't play it i watched a roommate play it we, we all kind of got together to see that and that it's a pretty looking game i'm i'm curious to see what happens with, uh, with it more i um yeah i don't know how they did it for eight but i remember when they released the demo for seven it looked like they were trying to just like hit pt magic is the eight demo the same way in that like they're just kind of trying to craft their own little experience that I assume they're hoping takes off in a way that PT did. It's not like that. Like this is only part of the demo too. So it's really just a tech demo. They just want you to see what it looks like. And there's a couple of, there's like a single puzzle, a couple things to scare you. It's, it's not too much. It's, it's very little. I, I like them, but like I'm, that. it is nice to kind of get a nice slice of it a little bit before it's a couple months earlier too. On top of that, I'm, I'm just disappointed uh, that Resident Evil 8 is not going to be PSVR supported, and that's what I I love that about 7. I probably would have never played 7 if not for the VR support there. And I was really hoping 8 was going to do it again because it's in first person, but Sony's gone on the record to really say 
the PS5 is trying to kill PSVR. Have basically. you played any other Resident Evils besides Seven? I played the two remake last year, and that was really cool. I like that a lot. Nice. I've I only have experience with. I played through about three quarters of four when I was younger. I don't remember anything from it. I'm, I will definitely want to play four just because it's what like the Resident Evil game people talk about, like outside of like Resident yeah. Evil fans. But it's going to get remade they eventually. I think I'll hop on it there for better or worse. To. Unless for some reason they decide like, oh, we're about to hit the most popular one. Let's just not do it. I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake showed us you can touch what you think is most sacred and remake it in all shapes or forms. And people might might just like it. True. Now, what's your what's your big one? So the big one I've been playing, the one I'm thinking about a lot, I'm only like six, seven hours into it, but it's a game that came out last year, has been nominated across the board really for best story in almost any award show I've seen concerning 2020. It is 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Uh, do you two know about it? I know of it. I do, I was saying it as you were saying it. I really don't know anything about it, though. I'm in the same boat as Owen. I've heard about it a fuck ton. I've never played it, seen gameplay. I do not know what it is, just that it exists. the one thing I do know is that it includes uh, pervy anime stuff. So, Peter's favorite topic. Then get it the fuck out of here. Get it well, the fuck out of here. Here's the thing. Like, some people have said that about it. I've, I've definitely heard some people uh, kind of say there's some characters that are kind of kind of go over the line. But I think... <laughs> To the I line. Think I, I think line. I, Tell me what I, it is. It's really not that bad. It's like this this, this older nurse ah. character. This character who is of age by a mile, and she she's she just has the way she's, she's uh, well endowed. Yes, you're yes. doing a great job of defending <laughs> this normal thing. Well, well, this isn't even what it's even about. Like this character, I, I'm like ten hours in almost. Like, it's, and she barely ever shows up. Right now, so far, she's been in a couple of scenes. The way she kind of positions her she arms, does. the way she positions her arms a little bit, maybe it's just like, okay, they're going for something here. The way she holds herself up. Play Chronicles game you now hate and no longer love. No pervy, creepy Japanese bullshit in that one. Maybe you should give that game some of your love again. That's all I'm saying. Well, Xenoblade Two is far. I didn't say that, that, did I? I? We're not talking about that one. We're not talking about that one. I said, oh, we're not talking about that. When, when people tell me, like, oh, the, the fan service in this game's like really bad, it's unfortunate that Xenoblade 2 is the line where I'm like, okay, that's one that I goes hate too how far. Pervy anime oh, yeah. stuff has been labeled as fan service. That's, oh, that's a good God. point. That's a it great point. Drives too, me nuts. It's like, find this shit on your own time, okay? Keep it out of the entertainment. <laughs> you can go play, like, well, that go is your own off, time, yeah, arguably. Go jerk off on your own, and I want to play an entertaining video but game, okay? Regardless of this whole conversation, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim is much more than any sort of pain service because it is a very complex and deep sci-fi story that I, I'm very interested in what's happening, but I'm not entirely sure what's happening at all also at the same time. The, the game juggles these, this strategy combat uh, gameplay with a lot of visual novel stories, and there are 13 characters in it. Uh, they have to progress through each of their own stories like in, in different modes. I would compare this to uh, the first Sonic Adventure game, where you just have to... Every character has their own kind of story mode. They all go through all the levels at their own pace. 
you're picking character stories like this, but you can only get you can only progress so far into each one of them. They're like soft lock where you'll make like twenty percent progress with one character. And it says in order to continue this person's story, you have to go play a different character story up to a certain progress, or you have to do enough of the the combat missions in the combat mode because all of these things are doable. Uh, at any time, really, you, you slowly unlock more and more characters and more missions the more you progress. But that's the general flow of the game. And with every uh, character you kind of do, you you learn a little bit more of what's actually happening. And sometimes you learn information that kind of contradicts things you already know. It's it's playing with a whole bunch of different sci-fi tropes of time travels. One of them. Uh, it's, it's all about giant mechs. That's what the 13 Sentinels are. That's in the title. Uh, aliens might be involved. I have a suspicion there are clones involved, too. There, There's just a lot on the table here, and it's all presented in a really interesting way where you have to try to figure it all out. Is this a long game? Um, it's 30 oh, hours Jesus. to complete. Um, yeah, I've seen it nominated for best story at a lot of places like you said and i've heard decent reviews from it from like media members that i like but something about max is just almost never compelling to me uh and maybe that's an unpopular opinion it seems like a lot of people really like max but i'm I'm not sure if i could spend 30 hours in a story based around them to be fair, the mechs kind of take the backseat of the story, at least from where I'm at. Like in the combat p- portion, they're there, but like the way that the the UI and it's it's like the camera is positioned over the top, and you're looking like from the perspective, like from the sky up in the city, you see the characters' portraits over an icon, but you don't actually see the mechs. Really, it's it's hard to explain. It's kind of like looking over like a data simulation. Like that's just how this part of the game looks. In the visual novel parts, the mechs, I have seen them sometimes, uh, but not more often. They're just not there. I don't know if that helps at all, but it's not like so Is dominant. A Metal Gear, a mech. Yes, absolutely. Interesting. I don't. I don't really yes, think of, of it that way. Just because I, I guess my traditional view of a mech is like titanfall you can enter it type thing but also i just see Mm -hmm. the metal gears as like they're pretty much nukes and everyone's always fighting over the nukes only in in the case of metal gear they're fighting over the metal gears Mm -hmm. but even in metal gear uh the metal gear rex and ray they're both operated by people so like that's not all the time sometimes the rays were programmed and no one was in the rays well, but that's all I got on 13 Sentinels. I, I'll come back with more later, hoping to finish it before 3D World comes out Are you very week. far in it at all yet? Um, I haven't unlocked all 13 characters yet, so I'm going to say I'm, I'm only scratching the surface. Peter, how have you been living? Say it. I continue to think that Xenoblade Chronicles 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. I haven't turned my back on it. Uh, I've also been... Again, okay. I know okay. another Jeez. old game. Sorry, what were we saying, Mark? Did you say something? I like Xenoblade Chronicles. A lot. I get a lot of sh- I get a lot of shit from people saying I don't like Xenoblade Chronicles one anymore, but I do. I do like that game. I just don't think it's in my top five. Probably not my top ten either. 
But continue, please. Please continue. Mm. What was I saying? Uh, right, right. Uh, I know I'm always the guy I keep playing old games. I'm sorry. I'm waiting to move on to newer stuff once I get the next-gen consoles, which... Every, everything be damned, I'm going to get a PS5. I, uh, I will move heaven and earth to PlayStation 5 in this current climate. But anyway, XCOM Enemy Within, just an immaculate video game from start to finish. Haven't, haven't beaten it a second time yet. Playing through it again. Nothing beats that tactical, that tactical gameplay. Nothing. Having all of my friends be my units... Kind of creepy, I know. At the same time, it adds no, some but you like have to do into that it. In Owen, games. you're one of the yeah, because it does. It does add. It adds some immersion, and it makes you care more about your units. Right now, Japan and China are not doing really well. They're being overrun easily more than anyone else on the planet. Russia and Canada and America, they're sitting pretty nice, but. Again, as I've said many times on this podcast, you put a grid, grid-based game, grid-based gameplay into your game. I'm gonna look at it. I'm probably gonna continue with XCOM 2 once I'm done with Enemy Within, and put another 30 hours into that. Also, not a game, but you know, maybe at this point I'll always just talk about a movie I've well, I've seen. I watched One Night in Miami I've this heard morning. About it. What a movie! What a movie! Goddamn great! Goddamn great! Oh, it's Night share between Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke. One night in 1964, Leslie Odom Jr. stars in it. He's fantastic. Incredible movie. I expect it will be nominated for many Oscars when the Oscar season comes around. I should watch it. Now that'll be 2022 Oscars. Miami's even better. So when you see these next nominations, it will not include that. Just don't want you to get triggered by it. Just... You know me, I get yeah. triggered all the time. Um, I had a question to ask, and it's fading from my mind, but I think it has something to do with how have you been doing in the war zone? Really good. I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> Yeah. You're, uh, you're not prepared. You're, you're, you're just, not prepared to talk about Warzone. No, what no, no. Are you not? Are you even playing Warzone anymore, people? As we're recording, as we're re- no, it doesn't matter. As we're recording this, I've been invited to a Facebook event that is reconnecting my Saint Leo's class. Interesting. Interesting. I've I've literally had people I haven't spoken to in ten years. People have been sending me Facebook friend requests as we've been recording, and I'm just fucking blown away by it. Like, I'm really fucking out of it right now. It's crazy. I'm, I'm turning my phone off because they. I thought you were gonna tell me that like you were getting added to like a Warzone group in real time. Like, in which Facebook case group. I would assume that someone's actively listening out on me and who oh, isn't you two, and, and that'd be creepy. But okay, so do I just? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to turn that off now and hopefully never deal with that. But uh, Warzone is fan. I'm consistently getting like five to six. No, I won't say six, but like four to six kills a game. I'm just noticeably getting better. All of our friends that we play with, we're becoming a real solid unit. We're getting more wins semi. I think we got like quad win or a trios win or actually, no, we got both in the last week, I believe. We're getting better. 
we're just we're going to become one of the best players on on wars like one of the best teams in Warzone, and we're going to be streamers and we're going to get famous and our lives are going to be awesome and mark you got to hop on the train before you know it leaves for good i'll play Warzone on one condition what's up he's got to play a game want i want me to play it's going to be something. No, because then it's just going to be something where it's like within 20 minutes, you're going to be bawling no, your eyes out. It's like, but I don't want to do that. I, I got a game. I mean, if found would be great. You know, I bought you that game. and I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to play it found. I promise you it will happen. I would rather you play near Automata personally if I had to pick one game. Well, fuck that, you. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I'm cool. sorry. I... I hope I think, that we I get think to the point time. one day of like maybe we're considering a Patreon because then like one tier is gonna have to be like Peter has to play Nier Automata and what is he gonna say no to the Patreon? That's not allowed. Yeah, Peter, would you say no to the Patreon? Actually, make a fucking Patreon. Well, I mean, <laughs> would if, we? If it was warranted, we would make a Patreon. Yeah, I mean, if we ever made a Patreon, we can make a whole goddamn tier about, all right, if we hit this, Peter will play this. We hit this much, Peter will play this. I'll definitely fucking do that. And that goes all your time. Now, some, one of them is going to be Peter plays World of Warcraft and uh, <laughs> makes his own guild. No, no, it'd be like raids. Peter plays some $5 mobile game. Then it's the highest tier would be like Peter plays P5 Royal and all these other things in between. I think the highest tier should be you start a guild <laughs> in World of Warcraft, and none of our fans can join it. You have to be completely no, incognito, and you operate raids. You are, you become the tank, and you lead if people. that happened, oh my no god. No guides. I'm not. No, That'd be no. the greatest journey. I would love to see you document that. That'd be a miracle. Never. I'll do like a Kevin Feige answer about Marvel whenever someone asks him about Daredevil or something. I never hear it BNY. I cannot promise. I cannot confirm or deny, but never say never. It's a good answer. All right. I like so that. So, what I've been playing, I finished the story of Hitman 3. I've been pretty slowly. Oh, yeah, I've been pretty slowly working through it because I do like to take my time with games like Hitman. But I got to a point where it's like, well, I've spent a lot of time on some of the levels that I really like. I should probably finish this game just so that I can say that I finished it. So I really rushed through the final two levels yesterday. The last level honestly kind of sucks. But the second last level, um, I was pretty pumped because I was able to find these like snipers that were posted up guarding this vineyard. And I just took them out picked up the sniper and then the two targets I had were within my field of view and I was like oh sweet I'm gonna finish this in like six minutes so I was able to get through that story and it wasn't good I do not play hitman for the story but I wanted to be able to say that I finished a game and that's all that really matters the other part of what I've been playing I can't really say I've been playing it and I've mentioned it before. Persona 5 Royal. I am Ooh. beginning a thing for my YouTube channel. And it started today. Today was day one. I'm basically taking the type of YouTube videos that you would see where it's like, oh, I went, I went vegan for 30 days. 
I'm just going to try and beat what I have left in Persona 5 Royal within 30 days. I don't know if 30 days is actually going to be possible, but today was day one, and I have this rule for myself. Don't do the math. I have to play at least, at least 20 minutes a day. Now, obviously, 20 minutes a day for 30 days doesn't work out. I have about, I have conservatively 70 hours left, most likely about 85 hours. Now, the plan is that this 20-minute-a-day rule is just so that I have the habit. I can never not play this game in a day. And ideally, I'll play more than 20 minutes. Ideally, I'll I'll be able to play at least two hours. But if I say I have to play two hours a day, guess what's not going to happen? I'm not going to play two hours a day. The only obstacle I have is that I have this like surgery coming up that won't really keep me down that much. I don't know if that will prevent my ability to keep up the streak. But I I'm mainly... I'm excited for being able to like have a reason that can get me through this game because I really do want to play it. But I'm also just really excited for the video prospects of this because I think if my vision is pulled off, it'll be a pretty cool video. But yeah, that's what I was talking about last week on the long game therapy session. Turn turn your playing long games in into content. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Like I mentioned on the weekends... On your weekends, you're going to press harder than just yeah, 20 minutes, like of course. Today, I was able to play about like 35 minutes because the only time I could find today was right before work, but day one of the streak. Okay. Um, and typically, fair, fair, fair. I have more than like 20 minutes of downtime that I can find, so it really shouldn't be an issue. And getting back into the game and getting to the swing of it, I... I do really like the game, so I want to keep playing it. Quick hot take as to the worst part of Persona 5 Royal. I'm not sure if anything will dethrone this. The group chat segments suck. They they never do anything. They never tell what? me any story. It's a, it's literally just everyone like putting their anxieties into a group message. And then you as Joker, you... You respond like my father texts. He's just like, well, we'll wait and see. (laughs) It's like, come on, I can't get a more creative response to any of this. And all they do is restate everything that you already know. It's it's just a lot of time taken up. If they got rid of every group message segment, you're probably cutting off about like 10 hours of the game. I don't know if I'd say 10 hours, but like that's that's like their time to like bond with each other. Like they're, they're, they're just all home alone right now. Just dwelling with these thoughts. It's like, what if we don't make it in time? What if, what if we mess up? What if no, we die tomorrow no, in no. these dungeons? And if they it, have it, each other's as back, I said, it's just yeah. like them living out their anxieties on the screen. It's like, I, I do that enough in my own life. I can, I can do without it in the game. <laughs> the one funny moment is, uh, the part in the game that I just played, I went to like a, uh, summer festival, and like Ryuji sent me like a picture of myself like spilling a drink. It's like that's the type of thing I would want to see out of a group chat, not us being like, "Oh man, what if what if this doesn't happen? What if this does?" Uh, I'm I'm sweating right now. 
were in a group chat with uh, others, and you guys had the responsibilities of the Phantom Thieves. Maybe, maybe things would be maybe. a little bit different. But we do have I'm a group saying. chat for operating a podcast, and it's rare that that we really express our our fears, our deep fears, in that group chat. Just wait till we get the Patreon going and Peter has the fears like, guys, no one's joining the guild. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm asking everybody. Nobody's hopping on this one. (laughs) Okay. With time, anything can change. The topic of the show. We are talking about remakes. Kind of topical because... We just got a ton of news on the Mass Effect trilogy coming out. I'm not sure if you'd consider that a remake. I think it's more of a remaster. But that's probably part of the discussion today. We're talking about all these ground-up remakes that are coming out. Old series are new again. Final Fantasy VII turned a five-hour section into a 35-hour game. All of this stuff is going on in the remake realm. And the first question I want to ask is, do we think these remakes are needed? Peter, I'll let you start. Are we talking about here? Because some, most definitely. Remasters are not included in this, right? Those are their own separate thing. I would say... Yes, because actually, let's just, let's make that the first question. Remakes versus remaster, let's set the ground rules. I kind of think it's simple. A remake is a ground-up remake. Remasters are only worthwhile in my book if, for whatever reason, whether it be backwards compatibility or it is older and not on any modern systems... I can live with a remaster in that case. Like, I think technically, um, I, I might be speaking on my ass here. I'm not sure, but I think like the final fantasy seven version that I can play on game pass, I think that might be considered a remaster, but obviously that's different than remake. I think there's the three tiers here where we have a port, we have a remake, no, I know we have a port, remaster, and then remake. Remake being from the ground up. Remaster, it's prettier. Port is they put it on a different console. I think each of these, each of those things kind of have a part in this conversation we're going to have, where I think it ultimately comes down to just over the past 10 years, a lot of old games are being brought to new audiences. It's what old, what's old is new again. And it's, but it's, it's a very popular thing to do right now. Making the old new again mm-hmm. in yes. many different ways now, i think that's what we're mainly interested in here today correct okay yeah, i think so. so we're talking about remakes specifically ground up peter are they needed of course they are they are i do not see a world in which they take away from the industry as as of this moment in what way did the crash and insane trilogy hurt the market or hurt the crash brand it didn't it saved it in what way did the ff7 remake or the demon souls remake or the shadow of colossus remake 
hinder in any way. They didn't hinder. They've only added. Anyone who thinks re because there's I feel like there's like a small portion of the gaming community that rolls their eyes at remakes and they would just rather those resources be put into either a brand new IP or a sequel of an IP instead of treading old water. But a great way, one, to celebrate classics and just add to them and not take away. And two, which is my bigger thing right now, is to help bring back old franchises that have long since been dormant. And it's a way for publishers and dev- and developers to test the waters to see if there is indeed de- still still demand franchises the crash insane trilogy the spyro trilogy the tony hawk remake from last year demon souls isn't a really gouge interest everyone knows there's gauge, is it gauge, gauge or gouge it's gauge, gauge isn't if you're it? like pulling gauge. someone's eye out gauge you're gouging is, their eye out yes that's true thank you thank you everybody thank you demon souls is just is the gauge just because everyone really likes demon souls but yeah, I say if you can really, if you can do the original game justice, but also add to the experience as well, and also give millions of fans who never got to play the originals of these games a chance to play them for the first time and share in the enjoyment and fun and excitement that so many others got to feel when they first played them. I am all for remakes, fan of them. I support the movement. I completely agree with Peter, too, especially just... Looking uh, recently with the Wii U, and there's so many games on there that, as when Nintendo left it behind and moved on to the Switch, uh, so many people would just miss out on really great experiences. And so many of them, it's it's more hard to find or think of the games that haven't been ported from the Wii U, the first party ones at least, uh, that are still on the Wii U that haven't been brought over to the Switch yet. But it's given all of them a second opportunity at life. Uh, to find people to experience these great games and 3D World, uh, Super Mario 3D World coming out again on the Switch next week. And that's just something I've been wanting to kind of get back at because I think I think we look past it because a at the time everyone kind of wanted to know what the next 3D Mario game was going to be and that wasn't exactly it. It was a weird 2.5 sort of thing where you're playing a 2D Mario kind of course but in a 3D realm and. People didn't want that. People are kind of holding it to a certain standard. But now that it's kind of uh, been in the past, we have Mario Odyssey. People look back at that game thinking like, you know what? Maybe maybe we're a little too hard on it because it wasn't what we wanted it to be. Maybe it was a good game in there still. And I don't think anyone wants to either a bust out their Wii U to play it again or anyone who's just owns a Switch is just sitting there like, oh, there's this Mario game that there's I never would have been be able to play again. But bring it over for me to ever bust out my Wii U ever again. I hate that thing. I got I my if, game pad. I don't was, know if it's worth it. My game pad was destroyed when I moved to Orlando, and I was like, so many people told me, you can send that in and get it fixed. And I thought to myself, but I could spend my money doing literally anything else. And I, I think I'd rather I've do that. I've had my Wii U in like a plastic bag, and it just kind of like moves around to different places until it gets in the way, and then it has to be moved again. And I, I would prefer to just like, take a sledgehammer to it because I hate that I spent money on it. The only thing I would boot it up for, though, would be Wind Waker Remake, which hopefully just gets ported to Switch this year. I don't know why it wouldn't. But Mark, did you have a thought? Cheers, actually, the 35th anniversary. Yes, it is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, But Mark, did you have a thought you wanted to finish, sir? 
Um, just to really answer the question, uh, do we think there are ways? Do we think resources could be sent be uh, spent better in other places? I mean, I want to say no. I would agree with Peter. I, I think, I think there's a lot to get from old stuff. So many a new generation that well would have never ever played a Crash Bandicoot game if not for that remake from the ground up. Um, the Wii U is a very similar example. I just, I just don't think there's a reason to. If we have a reason to bring these games to people in a more presentable fashion, be it just putting them on a more accessible platform or changing a little bit of them with some quality of life improvements, because I promise you, there are so many games on the PlayStation One and Nintendo sixty four that are just too janky at this point and need to be patched up to to be able to just to present them to people today who who were not used to that kind of jank in their games. It's for the best. Now, it's definitely for the best. Do you guys prescribe to the question of why not make a new entry? Because I'm I'm in lockstep with you guys. I don't need to repeat what you guys just said because I completely agree. But should if it's if it's successful, why not? I mean, look at Crash Four. It's about time. Off, it sold really jump well. Off with, with a new entry, or rather than using the resources to make a remake. I think you should do a remake first, and then if it sells well, then a sequel. Unless it's something like a one-off thing. If you have a game that's that fans have been wanting a continuation for it for years, or for some of these games, even decades, don't see the harm. Both. Because again, with Crash and Spyro, they remade the original trilogies to see if there was still commercial and fan interest. And there overwhelmingly was. So now they can make a Crash 4 that sells well and critics love. Spyro 4 that will probably sell well, I imagine, because Toys for Bob has proven themselves to be a very capable developer. Yeah, I totally support... I think they should remake and then make a new one of. That is how I think okay, they should Mark, be approached. Where are you at with it? Uh, I think Microsoft should be trying to bring Banjo back. Uh, and I, if I think to myself, what would be better for Banjo coming back? If we just went on to Banjo 3 or we bring Banjo 1 back? And to me, it just feels natural that you'd have to bring the first Banjo back to kind of show off people, remind people what it was about, to kind of have this monumental moment to celebrate Banjo before we kind of take the step forward. Just just like Crash, how Crash 4 came out uh, shortly after we got that, uh, the trilogy I remastered. I completely agree. And I want to pull out the conversation from the nostalgia from the context of like the games themselves that we're bringing back and look at it industry wide. First off, RIP Vicarious Visions, such a bummer that they just like folded oh, yeah. them That's into right. Blizzard when they were doing such good work with Tony Hawk. I'm like really bummed out about that because I was hoping <laughs> that they would get to the Tony Hawk games that like I actually grew up with because Pro Skater one and two were before my time. I would have loved for like an underground remake and it, I guess it's just never going to happen now. Um, but pulling out and just talking about like the studio scene when it comes to remakes, I like you bringing up banjo there because I don't, I think these remakes serve two purposes. They remind the audience of why they loved the thing, but they also remind the developer of why a thing was loved. And then you are better equipped to make a sequel because if Microsoft decided we're going to make Banjo 
We're going to call it Banjo 3E, even though Nuts and Bolts was made. And we're just going to do this from the jump. I don't think they have any idea how to make a new Banjo game. But a studio who remakes 1 and 2E would have a better idea how to do that. I think they'd also have a better idea how to make a new Banjo game if they just didn't remake 2E, but that's Is Banjo 2E not well take, regarded? I want to say I feel like a lot of people well regarded. It's I, I I've played it. I've played both of them, but 2 is just not as good as the first one. 2 all the worlds are like significantly bigger, but there there isn't much to do. there there isn't as much packed into all of them either. So it's just kind of a lot of running around and much less finding the collectibles you're looking for. Some of them can be a bit intricate, having you go to one side of the map to the other and all the way back. And it's it's just a bit more of a slog than the first one. Still fun, I think. I did you I ever try? Did I'm you not sure which I like more. Bolts? Nope, never did. I kind of want to play it just I've just so I can say that I have played it, it, but at the same time, I don't want to. I don't know. I always liked the the like building it's, mechanics they show because you're like literally building planes, and I thought that was cool. I I I don't know enough about like what you actually do in the game. I know you can make cars. I don't know how pivotal that is to the experience. I don't know if you're still collecting things in that game. I just know everyone says there's cars in that game. You make them, it's bad. Don't don't touch it. It's not banjos. Now, I just made my point about how remakes give studios a better idea of how to even make a new one anyone disagreeing with me uh peter are you disagreeing with me just to give you the floor before i move on to my next point no you made solid points i agree all around you're a smart guy and you know you're peter's friend so you clearly know you what know, you're talking you're, about you're exactly right and that's why i want to talk about blue point games who is the remake studio that works with Sony all the oh. time. And they made the Uncharted collection. They made Demon Souls. Uh, there's always rumors that they're remaking different things. They have one more big one that I can't seem to remember. I think they might have. Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus, Colossus is the big yes, one right. that you're thinking of. Um, and they've become like kind of the peak. I'd say probably the peak remake studio. And the conversation that drives me nuts is Bluepoint is finally going to get their new IP. They earned it. And I actually think that that is like the wrong way to look at the studio makeup because you assume that Bluepoint to Sony, well, one, to Sony, they're just a remake studio. That's what they do. But two... I would love to get inside there and see like some of the people that are working for them because this is just the logical way to make remakes in my mind. And I would love to have sources to confirm it. I feel like a remake studio is the perfect way to breed new game developers, bring in like, people right out of college and get them in an entry-level role at a remake studio and have them work their way around in there a little bit. And it just, it would give everyone working there a better idea of how to work on a new, a new IP because you're learning from some of the best games ever made 
and then you're trying to improve upon them. That just sounds so so logical to me that you would use a remake studio as a training ground, and I feel like almost every major publisher should have their own remake studio for this purpose, and it would also lead to a lot more jobs. What do you guys think of that? I mean, I I guess. Well, why not? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if like Demon Souls re. All right, like, hey, you're you're fresh to you're fresh off the boat. You're new to this. Work on a Demon Souls remake from the ground up. I don't know if that's really like a baby's project, I'm like not, a good starter. I feel like just because it's an old, I'm not assuming that it's easy. I'm assuming that it's easier than building like a a brand new thing from the ground up because you at least have source material to go off of. And these are experienced people to some extent, but Mark, I want to hear your take on this. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm in the middle with it. I I don't know if I kind of strongly go one way or the other, because on one hand, you're right. They're sticking to a script and that is going to be easier to do because they, 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 the vision's already there. They just have to look to Demon Souls and be like, okay, we just need to do that again and make sure everything, uh, everything is still there. It's still the exact same experience people are going to remember. But I do think um, every anyone, it's hard to just say like anyone out of college because the, the qualification from someone who just gets out of college can still be so different. Like, unless if someone is like a store, like someone is like, Someone is like the story Bible leader of Demon Souls. They know everything about that game. They knew parts of the game that, that uh, the fans loved from that. I don't know if it applies the same there because it's not not that's still certain experiences and information you need uh, to helm that project in, in that way. True, true. I understand that, but I, I do. Th- it, it depends on the department as well. I want to say, like a designer, I, it's got you have me thinking. I don't know. I, I would love to know the full responsibilities in the day of a game designer at Blue Point Studios. Just because it's already there and they're they're really big on just kind of recapturing the experience as it was. It might be oversimplifying and, for me to say like, oh, this is so obvious you should just use remakes as training grounds because you do need at least someone that has like some knowledge of a series in order to make an effective remake. Mm-hmm. Also, the technology has advanced so much from when those originals were made. Games are more demanding. Hardware is more demanding. I feel like the amount of effort it took to make those original games, even with those being from the ground up and without a script, honestly, I would imagine the work for the remakes is probably twice of that just from the gantuan changes in technology from the time between the remake and the original. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm wrong. I just feel like it actually be harder to make a remake than an original with everything that's changed since then. I'd imagine the engineer work that has to go into it is still going to be tedious just because you, you want the game to run well too. Still, you're not just trying to make it prettier and that's that could, that task can vary depending on what project is. I know, Blue Point, they also we didn't mention it, but Medieval, they also brought that back on the PS4. And that That game, was Blue Point? Yeah, that was Blue Point. I'm ninety percent sure that was Blue Point. 
<laughs> I I'm gonna look that up. I was gonna say I did not know I, that at all. I, I'm 99% sure, but fact check to be safe. But uh, regardless, it still fits here. It's it's a remake from the ground up. But the camera was not very good in that game either, and the camera in the original also was not super great, and it was kind of buggy as well. Didn't have the best uh, performance, which that's the kind of thing where it's like okay, real quick, yes. Made by SCE Cambridge Studio. Now, it was not made by Bluepoint. Was it not Bluepoint? The Point? game that Bluepoint did make was the Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Yes. That they did do. I forget about that. They that, and you that. know. What were you saying? God, oh, we yeah. Uh, that's obviously the next hope oh. that, that we get the whole <laughs> Metal Gear 1 remake. Yeah, that's what. You're cutting out. I can't hear you. What are you saying? <laughs> There is no better game. Peter, you are cutting out a bunch. As I'm cutting out, I was pausing. But hey, we're good. We're good, everybody. We're good. There is no better game for Blue Point to remake right now than Metal Gear Solid, considering that franchise is just locked in the trunk of the Konami car and is never getting out except for the next pachinko machine. There is no other franchise that is doing the gameplay of Metal Gear Solid nearly as well as Metal Gear Solid. And maybe, 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 he doesn't need to be there for all of it, but with his current relationship with Sony, and if Sony is allowed to remake Metal Gear by Konami, they can have Kojima be a producer or just some sort of level to oversee the game and make sure they're not completely going off the beaten path of Metal Gear Solid. You know, game I think Blue Point should remake next. What's that? It's not Metal Gear Solid. I think I think we're okay right now. I think there's people who talk about how there's this void that Metal Gear has left, and I I don't really think it's necessarily Metal Gear that the void. The Metal Gear isn't the void. I don't think that's what it is. I just think it's Kojima making a stuff a game like Metal Gear Solid, and Death Stranding is its own can of worms. It is not that. I feel like people will feel satisfied once the next Kojima game and it's I, I can't say the next Kojima ever the next Kojima game ever will be that because Kojima doesn't have Konami over him anymore. He's, it's not he has to make another Metal Gear. It's he gets to make whatever whatever he wants at this point. So that could just be something we we never we're never satisfied on that level again. But the remake I think they should make because I don't think that's really what people are gonna get are what people really want, I think Parasite Eve from PlayStation One. That's a game are you, I think should be remastered. Are you messing I with us that... right now? Uh, sh- yeah, oh. like Ketov, I know you're only saying it because of PS. I love you. I no, know no, that's no, no. why. That's, that's not true. Yes, I've, it is. That's not. I've wanted Parasite Eve remake. I wanted that game to be remade for years now. And I should preface: I've never played the game, but. I've known the game. I've known a lot about the game since college. I want to say where where I really noticed it, and it looked very weird, very different. And it's this horror RPG mix. I think uh, a lot of the, the enemies in that uh, game would translate really well to what technology can do on the PS5 right now. Resident Evil 2 remake kind of showed us, hey, these old horror games from back in the day, kind of kind of still have a little bit of life in them, if not way more than we ever give them credit for. And whether that's just to speak to the, games at the time were just Resident Evil 2 was a very good game. 
uh, I think I think there's a lot to build on with Parasite Eve. I think get throw that one to Blue Point. I'm like Parasite. If Parasite Eve were to be shown at like an E3s conference, seventy five percent of the viewers would be scratching their heads, going, "What the fuck is this?" Let's. I don't know what's going on. That Parasite Eve is suddenly having a re like a rebound, and everyone's returning to Parasite Eve and talking about what an amazing classic this game is. I never, I never played it. I'm like, you know, I've known about it for a long time because the super best friends back when they were around were really into Parasite Eve. I've known about the franchise. I've seen gameplay of the franchise. I don't know why all of a sudden the Parasite Eve fans are coming out of the woodwork like it's our time now. This is our time. We've earned it. It's finally here. I don't know where you came from. I don't know why you think that I'm not trying to take it from you. I just don't understand this logic of Parasite Eve is obviously going to come back soon. No, no way. It's not going to come back. It's just not going to happen. I just don't see it. I'm not, I don't think, it's I think there's probably a zero percent. I don't think it's an obvious thing. You think it's zero. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. I think- yes, because barely anyone Mark. It is not a popular franchise. Calling it niche might even be a compliment. Why Why are they bringing back Medieval then, huh? Who, who thought that was a great idea? As he was in PlayStation All Stars, there was at least I, some I, sort. That's why PlayStation All Stars. I think. <laughs> yeah, like it's not putting so. What else would have been the reason? What else like, would have been the reason? What else would have been the reason? I, look, look, I don't think playing PlayStation, putting a character in PlayStation All Stars means the same thing as putting a character in Smash Brothers, and immediately people recognize them. Like Sir Daniel Fortescue is not Ness from Earthbound, and that's why you know the character. <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't get why you two are laughing. I feel like well, this is I a mean, perfectly see, logical yes. conclusion. I really. I just do. don't think. I. I think. I think nowadays you mentioned PlayStation All Stars, and a lot of people will ask you what PlayStation All Stars came or out. Or just like, like, oh yeah, I kind of years that. ago. I. I don't think many things are still happening. Based the only off of that thing coming out. But and no, and guess what, everybody? The medieval remake—it failed. It bombed. No one bought it. It reviewed poorly. I'm not saying this marketing genius from of one project led to the marketing genius of another project. I'm saying PlayStation All Stars probably brought Sir Daniel Fortescue back onto the map for the first time in fucking decades. At least a decent amount of fan clamoring for a new medieval i do not think that medieval remake would have happened without playstation all-stars and i think anyone suggesting otherwise is a fool i think they are foolish i think playstation all-stars is so obviously the reason that medieval remake was made also the fact that crash and spyro had come back and had found success sony saw hey what a cartoony franchise do we have to sit around oh people really like that sir daniel forescue was at the playstation all-stars it leads to another idea. Let's try to make our own Crash Spyro, except it was bad. Here's here's the whole Ooh. logic right now, Peter. I'm gonna I'm gonna rain on your parade right now because you think you think Parasite Eve is a bad idea, and you also think Medieval's brought back because of PlayStation All Stars, but that is wrong because Ape Escape would have come back before Medieval did if if they wanted to pick something Fuck revived off from. No. You're going to tell me that Medieval had a bigger following on PlayStation One than Ape Escape did? Tell of them had a big following. I'm going to tell you that neither of them are really that worthwhile, but Sony probably flipped the coin. It landed on Sir Daniel, yeah. and they're like, sure, fuck it. We'll make the medieval. With their, with their Sir Daniel coin that they have, because he's such a such an icon in the offices of the Sony offices still. Because Spike from Ape Escape is really a household name. I, I Ape Escape, 
I, okay, we can let's set both medieval and ape escape aside I was, and okay, look at Parappa the Rapper, who also is now, in PlayStation All Stars. Now, now a Parappa remastered did come out after, like years that after PlayStation All Stars, and that and Mark, is the only one that I will fully give PlayStation All Stars credit for, because I personally had no idea who Parappa the Rapper was, and I think it really reminded a lot of people of him. Because I, I mean, he's such a weird character. Like, who remembers this rap, this rapping puppy from the PlayStation One? I do think PlayStation All All Stars is deserving of the credit for bringing Parappa back to the cultural lexicon. I, I think personally, he would. In world, he in what been... fucking world? In what world? Is medieval coming back without PlayStation All Stars? I think you two are nuts. You're nuts. A well, fully from the ground up remake of medieval just out of nowhere. That doesn't happen. That wouldn't happen without PlayStation All Stars. I feel like a lot of people who play PlayStation All Stars still okay. In the time between medieval was announced too, and people played PlayStation All Stars say four years after, four or five years after, because I think that's when it got announced. I think people still didn't realize who, what game that character was from. They'll, they'll play that game. Unless if you knew who he was before. It's taken for that game to be developed. Think about how long the game would have taken. For, it's not like they started working on it in a fucking day. They probably started working on it shortly after PlayStation All-Stars came out. Then they see the reception of PlayStation All-Stars, which was not great, but they see a lot of fans going, oh my God, it's sure Dan. I haven't seen you in decades, man. And then somebody's probably like, huh. To try doing it from the ground up remake. uh, Sold about a million copies. But everyone's eyes were still on the game. When that game came out, it was still one of the most talked about games of the year. I don't know about that. 2012, I think there were other games people were talking about in 2012. Maybe they were talking about The Walking Dead. Maybe they're talking about Dishonored or Journey. Mass Effect 3, maybe they're talking about a little bit more. They were talking about all of those as well as PlayStation All-Stars. Even, I, do you not, Mark, I don't, I know you don't, Mark, do you not remember that time? PlayStation All-Stars was one of the most talked about games fucking year. Everyone in was our, talking in about our, it. Was in our bubble, I want to say. I don't know if everyone else was talking about it. I, if I talk to people about PlayStation All-Stars, it's usually like, oh yeah, that existed. But we... Because now it's, we, can we, look, it up. we can look back and see all the issues and errors it made and as to why it failed. But while during the lead up when anything is possible and Smash hadn't come out for four years and we didn't know when the next one was coming and there was a hunger for Smash and for a hunger for PlayStation to actually try their hand at their own Smash, a lot of people were talking about it and looking at it. That doesn't mean they were talking about it positively or looking at it positively, but PlayStation All-Stars was still in the gaming consciousness as a whole, quite often. I will not stand for this PlayStation All-Stars Revisionist history. I don't know where you two are coming no, from tonight, but you, I'm not having it. I'm not having it for that mediocre game. If you think that this game... I think you are, Peter. <laughs> oh, I'm not! I'm why else would they have met? Okay, everybody, we'll get back to remakes in a second. I just, in what fucking world does Sony just randomly remake Medieval? Out of nowhere. That doesn't happen without PlayStation All-Stars. The Medieval remake was announced in 2018. There's no way they were cooking this remake six years after PlayStation All-Stars came out with it. It's like, oh, now's the time. Now the world is ready for Medieval. You really think? Years to forget. 
I think you overestimate it. You're making you're making too much of a comparison to what bring a, a franchise into Smash would do versus PlayStation. Also, there's a I reason. I don't think you're making enough of a comparison. I don't I, think you're making no. enough of one. It it's doesn't so have obvious. that notoriety, though. <laughs> Look, of course said, like, it doesn't. But why <laughs> else would they bring it back? Why <laughs> else would they remake it? I, I don't. That's. The, I think the point here is that the point here I was originally trying to make was like they made remade a they remade medieval. Therefore, what's stopping them from remaking something else that would have more of a stronger appeal to people in 2021? Because clearly they will greenlight a lot of They made this game in the span of two years or some shit. Is that what you're telling me? Because they had to work on this game years. And they so... there's okay, no way no, this you're no, fucking no, lying. No. You're lying. You are I'm thinking liar. this is three years. I'm yeah, I would imagine and, this game took three years took, to make. I'm gonna see if the Wikipedia If they took eight anything. years to make the medieval remake, I'm changing my opinion on if remakes Oh shit eight years that's when uh or no, it wouldn't be eight years because this came out in twenty nineteen. If they took seven years to make <laughs> the medieval remake, I am changing my opinion on whether it came out in twenty twelve, didn't it? Twelve. You have to imagine they're going to different developers under the Sony umbrella, pitching this game, saying, "Who wants to make it? Who wants to make it?" At the end, Cambridge is probably like, "Fuck, I guess we will." If no one else wants to, and you guys are really pushing this, and they have to remake the game from the ground up. That it's probably going to take a base at a minimum of three years. I could see it taking four or five due to development issues. You guys, we live in a perfectly reasonable world where this game is made based off of PlayStation All-Stars. Just don't understand how that's too far-fetched for you. I just don't understand it. Let's get out of the realm of Sony for a second when it comes to remakes. I'm going to move over to Square Enix. Last year, they remastered a game. Uh, I don't I don't even know if I want to call it a cult classic because I do not like this game and I've been playing it once a week, every week since October. And I didn't really want to bring it up on the podcast, but I think now I have to. This game is called Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles uh, Remastered. I spend my Saturday nights once a week playing with the people were friends. excited when that got announced and then it came out and no one talked about it for good reason. This game is not good. This is not a good video game. <laughs> the way that this game worked back in the day, I believe it was on GameCube. And in order to do any form of multiplayer, you had to have your Game Boy Advance and a specific cable sold separately from both the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance, uh, plug it into the GameCube, and that was how you would do multiplayer. And there are a lot of mechanics in that game that you cannot do. Crucial things like casting certain spells, you have to have multiple people uh, to cast these spells. And the whole gimmick of the game is that like there's this chalice you have to carry around in a dungeon that has like an area of effect like a circle, a radius. And if you walk out of this circle, you slowly take damage and will die. So you have to, you have to like, as a party, take this chalice with you throughout the entirety of the fucking dungeon and play what is really a really simple RPG. And, and just all these mechanics and the way you have to play the game at the time, just, you look at that, I'm thinking, who who would bring that back? Why, why is it something... Uh, people have to bring back and that's not something that was in playstation all-stars such a, a hit marketing game uh, and they brought it back and the story was because the guy uh i believe the director on the game uh, was such a big fan of crystal chronicles and he wanted to be part of square enix to remake that game so i think medieval could be remastered because someone under the umbrella of sony said i really like that game and i want to bring it back 
and it's as simple as that. And PlayStation All Stars does not have the credit that you you think it does. It it died and it stayed dead for a reason, Peter. I think the, I think you you say looking back on it, people knew what was wrong with it. I think most people played that game for five minutes and thought, ah, this isn't Smash. I don't. I don't want to play this at all anymore. Where we we stuck with it because we kind of liked it. What are you two not getting in that? I'm not saying PlayStation All-Stars is a good game. I'm not saying it is. I never said it was. I don't think it's a bad game, but it's not good. The fact matter is everyone's eyes were on that game that year. It's I, true. I don't buy that either. Reality I really don't buy that. It's a fact. I don't think I don't think I don't think Tom, you weren't even no oh and you were I like think, 10 that year okay you were just looking <laughs> at the shit in your fucking diaper all right I, you I'm were old enough you weren't there I was there I was there I was there you were not sit down the adults are talking PlayStation All-Stars was one of the most popular games of and that year copies. and I don't understand what podcast you you overestimate you how much understanding. Oh my god, there is a, something can be talked about and popular without yeah, it I being know, successful. I think the way we remember games is not how the average like uh, let's say Smash fan is going to remember a game. Like I'm sure a lot of them know they play Ness or Captain Falcon, but they do not know what game they're from. And this is Smash. We're still talking about. myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm just what? yelling into a void and you're not I think, hearing I me. think you're talking to yourself too. This is some, you're just talking. It's this Gollum talking to the ring. Like you have it all figured out and just standing. Because <laughs> a game was like, how many people talked about and looked at No Man's Sky when it was going through its fucking disaster? Everyone was talking about it. Everyone knew what it was, and everyone, everyone was the looking fiasco, at it. But I don't think anyone. I don't think all those people are going to remember the crucial details and parts of that game. Just remember, oh yeah, that's the game that people didn't like. Was uh, one of the main issues of the game. I would beg to differ. When the roster is one of the core faults of PlayStation All Stars, I would agree. I I would agree with me, and you, Peter's brother, should be agreeing with your brother, as that is your title, and clearly I know what I'm talking about, if that is your designation. I just... I think we're... (laughs) I can't do this anymore. It's so clearly... That comes with being stuck in your little liberal bubble where you think everyone was talking about PlayStation All-Stars, but even, even if... Chucking on your thumbs and learning how to walk when this game was coming out. All right. I don't want to fucking hear it out of your mouth. Like everything that you were watching or listening to at that time was talking about PlayStation All Stars. Even that is like a very small subsection of people that care. Like whatever content you were consuming was a small subsection. And the topics we cover on this show small subsection of people actually care about talking this deep about video games. There's 95% of the gaming audience just like has no idea what's going on. They still see a box in a store and they think, Hey, that looks cool. I'm going to get that. And I'm going to buy call of duty again this year. They're not thinking of PlayStation all-stars. They never have been. They're not thinking. They're <laughs> You're not, not going to get me to agree with you. You're not. <laughs> You're just. 
literally literally square enix said oh we don't want to put cloud in that game because that will tarnish that that was crash entertainment omar and seth killian could not afford it no are you kidding do you know how much fucking money nintendo probably had to pay not only to put cloud in smash twice but to also get sephiroth and the music, that's probably more than the budget that was allotted to PlayStation All-Stars. Are you nuts? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because you two are I crazy. I people walking around the store back in 2012, 2013 and looking at the back of the box and just being like, man, like who's that skeleton with one eye? I want to play his game because of this. Because of this box. You see fucking Sackboy. You see Nathan Drake. You see Sackboy, Nathan Drake, Kratos, all of these, and Cole from Infamous, all these massive massive and names Cole. in franchise don't forget about Evil Cole. Can't forget about Evil Cole. He was an Echo yes, fighter. Yes, but th- that doesn't take away from it. That doesn't, guy. That doesn't take away from you guys. That doesn't take away from <laughs> Yeah, no, you got me thinking though, Peter. What's that, Mark? What the because fuck do I have you thinking of? You brought up coal from Infamous, right? There's a good coal, uh-huh. and there's a bad coal. And it makes me ask the question, what makes a good and bad remake, you know? What, 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 what is warranted in remaking a game? What, what, is, what games are worth it? What I games are not? You know, I just I'm yes. thinking about this. You got a take on this? Does it involve PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale? Let me just say, the battle may be over, done. but the war will continue. The battle do, has ended. The war we'll, rages on. We'll have a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Hope, so Peter, that I one day you are validated on this opinion. I just don't think it'll happen. Now, my take on good and bad. We, I already have been. I already have been. We're living in that fucking world. You two just refuse to see good it. Good and bad remakes, probably an unpopular opinion but it has nothing to do with the quality of the games it has to do with nostalgia and name recognition and that is why blue point will never be handed parasite eve the nostalgia and name recognition is not there on a level that would warrant giving their really high class remake studio the rights to to Parasite Eve when Metal Gear Solid might be on the table. I don't know. Let's if we were to remove we Metal Gear Solid from the equation, because like I feel like in a world where we can't is the discussion. I am I'm resilient against it just because I just really want to see Parasite Eve. It's like top three remakes I want to see happen because I think it would be cool to bring that back into the world. But in a world where we fast forward, say Blue Point announces Metal Gear Solid, it comes out, everyone loves it. What do, what do they remake next at that point? I don't I don't think there's like a, a gung ho number one answer that everyone have, points to at that point. And Parasite is on the table. I, at that I point. only have answers for Microsoft, which I Fair. think Microsoft should immediately look into finding a developer that's going to comb through the Bethesda backlog specifically the number one pick for remake would be elder scrolls 3 morrowind because that is a game that is looked back on as maybe the best elder scrolls at least like 
in the if you know you know crowd they consider it that and then all the normies consider it skyrim and then i'm just sitting here considering oblivion the best one but um i've tried to play morrowind i've tried to go back to it it's pretty much unplayable by modern standards and i can't dedicate time to a game that like it it looks like mud was thrown on a screen just everything just looks blurry and you have no idea what's a person what is a cat person what a building is it just it looks horrible in my opinion so i i think there's a mod you can get for skyrim that puts more in skyrim but Still, I would love it to go through the actual like studio space. Um, maybe that's another controversial opinion. I don't know what the modding community, how they feel about that. And then my second and third draft picks would be make Fallout 1 and 2 in a modern Fallout style. I would love that. Oh, I, I just want to say real quick, cool. I don't understand. I, I just want to say real quick, such a realization, including today, the last three episodes have had random, unexpected attacks from you two against me of nowhere. No reason, and I just don't I'm understand nowhere. what the fuck that is. You have the audacity to say these fights have come out of nowhere when you raised your voice at us. And you I fight. do, especially the first one on our episode. Of Sta- I think it was the State of Microsoft episode where you guys just had something prepared. I don't remember what it was. I remember the episode where you guys attacked me for my thoughts on third-person games. Open world. Third-person, open... You always, you, you always leave out open, one of the crucial... There's open world we think, right? Right? The gibberish. Yeah, no. This is the third week in a row where you guys have come at me with an attack no, Peter, I'm starting to no. think is prepared. You guys just no, ready these without me knowing. not going into this episode preparing for a PlayStation All-Stars argument with you because... We weren't thinking about that game, and neither is anybody else. That's well, you conveniently had an argument ready, didn't you? I don't fully believe you. <laughs> I have two pages of notes on Remix written down. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale is not written on either of those pages. Fucking <laughs> liar. Medieval is I just... Parasite Eve. Third also, week yeah. in a row. As a PlayStation All-Stars, I rest my case. I'll just pass, just I'll... want to point out, third week in a row. I can't wait to see what next week has in store for when you guys come at me. I I can make it up to you, Peter. I'll meet you halfway. Like, and I can speak with you when I say that the world needs these two games to be remade. Yup. I okay. already know. One starts with an S, one starts with a J. Let's fucking go, Mark. Wait, really? You holy shit! I think you got them both. Jack X Combat Racing. Oh no! Well, I you got one of them. Oh, Jack Jack X Combat Racing. Why? I want that to be remade. Why? I like the game, but why the? Hey, Jack is coming back after fucking almost two decades in what form? His racing game, which was <laughs> solid, but also why? I think it was just so underlooked at the time, like. I, I mean, it's not what people wanted uh, from Jack. I guess they wanted the next big thing to, to continue. Uh, but I, I like. I think 
we don't get a lot of cool racing games anymore. Crash, uh, the Crash yeah. Racing game came back, right? People like that game. Maybe it has a bit more of uh, fame uh, than Jack X Combat Racing, but I think Jack X Combat Racing is deeper than. Uh, Mark, Crash. do you remember the first time? I said a swear when we were kids while I was while we were playing Jack X Combat Racing. I'm glad this? you I'm glad you remember because I watched her. You actually Wait, no, I don't remember. I want to remember. Please oh, tell me the story. I was right to have my fucking brain blown out if you remember. <laughs> I, I was like, holy shit, I can't really remember yeah, it still. I, I remember it just as well as I remember people just going crazy about PlayStation All Stars and Stop. Shut Continue. Go ahead and tell your story. Go ahead and tell your story. It's just, it was a moment where it was like a, one of those missions where it's like an arena combat type thing. And I jumped off a ridge in a car and I yelled, crap! And I had oh, to pause sorry. the game and we both stared at each other in <laughs> stunned silence. The fact <laughs> that I said, crap, and we were both just... God. It's like a huge moment for us. <laughs> it's like being around. Five, it's like with J. It's like being in the room when you're foretold JFK got shot. It was like the oxygen left the room. We were both just different people. Now the world was never going to be the same. We could not believe what had just happened. The loss. I'll never forget innocence. that moment for as long as I live. The loss of innocence. I yelled crap, and then uh, you had me pause the game, and we just looked at each other like we had just eaten the <laughs> forbidden fruit. And nobody got in trouble too. This was now the normal world, the ordinary. Yeah, world. it's like you oh my god, leave, we've seen reality for all of its horrors. For you have said crap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, because of the devil. Forget that moment for as long as I live. Game Jack X Combat Racing. I'm gonna have to take it back. We can't have it. We can't have this game remade. It's going to corrupt it, the youth. Isn't it nuts that Naughty Dog made that game? It's pretty cool that Naughty Dog made that. It's fucking crazy that they did. I didn't know that until a few years ago. I totally thought they would have just handed it off to someone else, but no, that was Naughty Dog. They did that later, and I'm sure they regretted it. But uh, yeah, the game with the S I want to see remade is the first two. It could be either one of these two games. The first two Sonic Adventure games from the ground up. They need the crash treatment. They can. Oh. Oh, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they yes, don't. They do. They're not good games. They're not good. There is not. Here's another hot take, everybody. There is no good Sonic the Hedgehog game. There's none. People just really, really love the character designs. That's all it is. Sonic the Hedgehog. I would say Mania is probably the only truly good Sonic game, maybe Generations. Other than that, it's just rose-tinted glasses. It's a bad franchise. There's a reason it's not well-regarded anymore outside of Mania. Sonic's bad, rarely been good. We all need to accept it and move on. People just love the characters. I think the potential's still there. Like There's there's not a game like Sonic Adventure 1, dare I say 2, either, uh, that has you swapping around so many characters. You might be able to compare it to 13 Sentinel Siege Rim like I did earlier today. But uh, still, few games like that even. And I, I think because there are so few games like that, because everyone has this uh, love image of those Sonic games specifically, early 3D Sonic games is such a cult following where not everyone's really on the same page. They don't control the best. But, you know, I think that's where you do some tweaking. You know, that's where you, you do a little bit of quality of life improvements. I think you keep Big the Cat's uh, portion of the game, which is notoriously terrible fishing mini game. Oh, well. It required you have to do a lot of fishing 
to beat the game. And no one likes it, but I want to see it come back in 2021. You could do the sequel, Sonic Adventure 2, where Shadow the Hedgehog was introduced. I think both of these games uh, fit a lot of the criteria that a lot of uh, remastered games are, uh, where they have a cult following, people really love them, uh, franchises that I think have a chance at still being around today, and they could fix up those either of those two games. I think bring out the Sonic new. Adventure idea works under, under my arbitrary rules. But the Jack X combat racing, I think you're getting a little too cute with it. I don't think that game ever gets remade not to rain on your parade, but it doesn't. I don't I don't think so either. That's that's the deepest depths of my heart dreaming for that remake. I I sooner believe we get a Sonic Adventure 1 2 remake. Uh the the safest answer I would really like to see Xenoblade X just come over to the switch already. Like we're getting all the Wii U games. Bring that I one over. I, I want to see it. the fact that Peter got all excited for your two J and S and he was expecting normal Jack and Daxter. I think I've gone. Silent. <laughs> Why do you think I haven't said a fucking and thing? Sly Cooper, yet, he still managed to get J and S correct. That's, that's actually pretty impressive. I, I was like, I don't think he's going to get Sonic Adventure. There's no way Peter's dying for a Sonic Adventure um, remake. No one should be dying for Sonic Adventure. I think I think the world should be. I think the world deserves a better Sonic. Sonic Mania has people thinking 2D Sonic is I the think, right answer. I think and that's there just are better not true. things to give your life for than, than Sonic Adventure. Including Sly Cooper. I would love to see that. Get Blue Point on Sly Cooper. Sly would be cool. We got Sly 4 on the PS3, but not yeah, a lot of I people know, really hopped on that one. I, I hate that whenever they decide to make the PS3, they got all cute with their like tech with it so that no PS3 game can ever be made for another system because it's just like too difficult. Drives me crazy. I I mean, the PS3 itself was just so hard to work with, too. I don't think that was doing it any favors, I think. I think if Slide 4 happened on the PS4, I completely agree things would have been different. Then I would have played it. I never owned a PS3. Yep. Um, I totally would have played Slide 4, though, because I loved the Sly Cooper games. And I want to see them come back. Actually, bringing up PS I Love You, the Kind of Funny podcast again, they brought up... Uh, an awesome idea on their last episode of what if Sony was willing to share old versions of their franchises. So like throw the old Sly Cooper games on Xbox. I feel like that would be such a, like kind of a cool money grab. Cause obviously it's a money grab, but it's like, Oh, we're not using these. You can't really play them anywhere. Let's just make new versions and, and put it everywhere. I like the idea. I just don't no, think Sony, Sony of all people. That's me living in fantasy land. Unless, unless PlayStation All-Stars told them to do it, they they wouldn't. Of course. That's usually how it works. That's usually the secret there. Someone in the office who worked on PlayStation All-Stars is whispering into people's ears, granting them access to whatever was in that game. No Jack X in that game. Not for a second. Peter Gorski. 
Peter? Do you have any games you would like to see get remade that have not been mentioned? Not mentioned? Oh, Brutal Legend. You just want to see that get remade? You don't want to see a sequel? On both. I want the remake to garner interest, and like I said, like I said at the beginning of this, remake the original to garner interest, build upon it, make it a better game, and if it sells well and reviews well, then make the sequel. Now, does Brutal Legend fall under the category of does yeah, it need ahead. a remake or does it need a remaster? Does it need ground up? Oh. 14 years ago? I don't think it would hurt. I don't. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? I say yes. I say it needs it. The times demand it. According to my my incredibly famous popular article on that website we used to write for that people still talk about to this day. Fans demand as much Brutal Legend as they can physically get. So I say remake from the ground up and then a sequel. Okay, so let's get the list going. We need Brutal Legend remake. We need Parasite Eve. We need Jack X Combat Racing. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucking... There are more There are more Brutal Legend fans than Parasite Eve fans. And I Mark, if you disagree, I I'll fucking swing you. I, I, don't, I don't think that's true. Based off of nothing, just... <laughs> Are you just based off of God's I do. I believe it. I, I, I think. I think. Just saying this to piss me off. I, 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 I am not. I, I agree with Owen. I do think Parasite Eve has more fans. I don't think I, anyone knows this. Did you guys know? I'm gonna fact check this actually before I say this about Parasite Eve. I am ninety percent sure Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve more than brutal legend. Brutal Legend has the likes of Jack Black, The Osborne, and so many other rock legends. Parasite Eve probably has a janitor that they asked to do voice work and they did not pay him properly. I s- okay, okay, they're fucking with me. I, <laughs> this is not the fourth time. You two are fucking with me. This is the market was you would have in to, Hello? I mean, we do know that was the best-selling Double Fine game for a, a large portion, period of time, thanks to Peter's... Yes, it was. Fuck, you two oh, want man, me to be wrong just to have this moment. You... For Peter, I, really? I'm struggling to find exact numbers, but the Brutal Legend sales came out to 370,000. That was across a lot of platforms. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. No, that's everywhere. definitely not looking... true as of right now. That's not true as Good of dick. right now. Get <laughs> out oh, of here. What? Are you kidding me? You're trying I'm to sorry. bring this I bullshit took, here. I took the first result that came on Google. I'm trying to see if there's any updated numbers. Okay. The updated number. Despite me. You're doing no, this just so you can fight me. Four million on Brutal Legend. I'm trying to find the number on Parasite Eve.
if this VG sales fandom that's gonna be the hard one is correct. Let me find it exactly on the page. Parasite Eve sold one point nine four million on the PlayStation. On yes. the very first one point nine four million for Parasite Eve, one point four million for Brutal Legend, folks. We have figured it out. People want the Parasite Eve oh, remake more. Oh, no! Shut the fuck up! That's not... That's, that's you're, not. you're losing your mind right now, Peter. <laughs> you, no you, you, you're in grasp there's on no reality is falling through your fingers. Shady! Who the fuck played that fucking game? It's okay, what Peter. You know what? This no, episode? This, what this is, is this episode? episode? There the, is a the remake coming of out. Peter, real quick, has been getting text messages from his former middle school classmates getting attacked <laughs> over PlayStation All-Star and now learning that Parasite Eve is more popular than one of his most beloved series. I have not spoken to these fucking people and I'm not against it. I'm just incredible. I'm sorry if I was kind of quiet towards the beginning. I was so thrown off. And the shit with Medieval and PlayStation All-Stars, I still know I'm right. You can't take that from me. And this parasite here on Wikipedia, the numbers get edited all the time. Oh yeah, they all, all, the, time. all the time. I'm sure someone's listening to us live right now and is editing the numbers just to mess with me. Good one, guys. That was really funny. But honestly, I wouldn't believe that Parasite Eve would sell more than Brutal Legend. Get out of here. Get out of here. I think we're learning. I think our episode here has a story that's coming full circle that everything in the past is not maybe what we remember it was. You know, things have changed. Things come back. And sure, sure, these games have a new purpose. But what is nostalgia when it comes to how we look back at all these things? Be it how great brutal legend. So can we end this relevance. episode? I'm done. I'm done with this fucking episode. I, let me I'm done with this. This is I, absurd. There's a remake coming out, Peter. I think you might be able to join. Uh, enjoy. It's a good hopping, a starting uh, point for this franchise because it gained a little bit of traction later on. But no one played an earlier entry, so they're remaking. Uh, a near mark. Yeah, near replicant version one point two two four. Yeah, I know. Eight seven one three nine. I think. I think you would. I mean that sounds. You would right like that one a lot. It's. It really does. That is a it, Kingdom Hearts title if I've ever heard one. It might be, but it's a very contained world. It's it doesn't I'm gonna, have. I'm not gonna, any of the stuff you don't like in Near Tomata. That's not what this game is, whatsoever. Main character is totally different. I think. I'm going to let this episode end in your Mr. Rogers type esque monologue about how we all have to come together and remember the past and realize it's not what we thought it was. I'm right. I'm right. Fuck the past. He's fuck the nothing. present. And fuck the future. He's <laughs> I, nothing, I haven't learned anything because there's nothing to learn. I'll at least I give know Peter I'm that. right. I'll give Peter the final him. note here, and you, the listener, can decide if if you think he's right. This has been BNY Gaming, Episode 6. Pleasure to have you all with us. I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, and I didn't brief you guys on it. I know Peter knows at least. I'm having a small surgery like on my throat at the end of this week here. So we'll 
rain check on the next week's episode. We might have to take a week off if I can't really talk. Um, we can just record an episode and just talk about Kingdom Hearts three. And how I much think we the, hate it. that's when the PlayStation All Stars episode where we roll up the sleeves. We just go on for five fucking hours and make oh and the whole thing while he's recovering Honestly, from the surgery. If you guys wanted to put something together as a duo episode, I would be down. Just like being able to produce that i can still do that remotely without talking mark i'm fucking here mark i'm here you're here i know we have a lot of topics we can go on for hours and hours about i say we fucking do it i think we can go for it we'll see what happens we'll see what happens. all right you hear that folks a mark and peter episode next week you're here check for next week you're probably going to get an episode who knows what it's going to look like but thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you guys next week probably Remake Sly Cooper, please. Jack X first, though.